gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with the Renaissance Woman. Uh, enough said. She does everything and she does everything so well. Um, Frank McKay here, urging everyone to go to MelissaItellJuran.com. Melissa, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm I'm worried about our country. I'm worried about our um, our world. Uh, I'm worried, and we were talking a little off mic, I'm worried about the anti-Semitism that is on the rise. And uh, we have openly um, uh, accepted, somehow, I, I haven't accepted them, but we've openly accepted uh, anti-Semites to be in the House of Representatives, and uh, and and I I don't think we're exaggerating when we talk about Talib and we talk about Omar and that whole group, um, the Gang of Four as you call them now, Gang of Four plus two, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene too. I don't know what what the hell, um, what, what she uh, she thinks. I think she's as bad as, the, as they are from the from the right. Um, uh, your your thoughts? Are we are we accepting anti-Semitism too easily here? Well, you see what that's overtaken our campuses. It, 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 it seeps into every every aspect of society. People are actually afraid, to, you know, to openly display uh, any, any religious or, you know, symbols because of, of, of attacks. College students all over America, in most big, in most of the, the, the campuses that have been on the news, and one of them happens to be Ivy League. Have been uh, have been subjected to terror on, on the campus, uh, and, and even even on the streets. If you put up pictures of of the, these kidnapped victims from the Hamas attacks, there are some people who have the audacity to pull them off and start up with you. And I mean, this is this, we haven't seen this in in decades. I mean, it, it's it's so 1938. Yeah, and it's really terrifying because I don't know where are we headed next. Are we going to is somebody going to get into office and then round up all the Jews and make us wear yellow stars again? I mean, Jesus. it's yeah, it's just incredible. You know, one of the things that I um, I, that that uh, struck me, and I didn't read the story, and I was just so disturbed by it. But someone said out in uh, in, in Montauk, was it Montauk? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. th- there were uh, there were uh, swastikas um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, displayed, and uh, you know, look. And I, at some times, uh, you know, you, you heard about swastikas over the years and uh, people dismiss it. Oh, it's kids. It's doing whatever. No, it's it, it, you can't dismiss it anymore. Uh, if you are if you're Jewish as you are, you're a proud Jewish woman as uh, if if you're Jewish, if you're non-Jewish, if anything, you see the swastika. Uh, that, that's an immediate uh, that's a call of call to arms uh, from from every maniac that uh, that. Uh, that is around um, and if somebody draws a swastika on something and, and I know there's freedom of speech and everything but that person's got to be brought in that is that that is a threat that's a te- to me it's a terrorist uh, activity to draw a swastika we all know what it means right right this is well this is hate speech yes we have we're protected by a first amendment right but that, no there's an extent to that this is hate speech it's insightful <laughs> Um, it's incendiary, and and it's, it's, it it hasn't this hasn't been seen anywhere 
I mean, on, on this level, and it's it's frightening. And 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 it seems that anyone who offers support to Israel uh, gets gets backlash. There's a diner in Huntington. You may have seen this on the news. I think it's the Golden Diner. If I, I'm, I'm not sure if I have the right name. The Golden Coach? Right Golden Coach Diner? Yes. Yeah, I, I know I know the guy. Yeah, something like that, yes. The owner is Greek. He put out an Israeli flag. You know, we stand, I, we stand for Israel. And he's been losing business. And uh, I, I mean, Huntington, I, I didn't think Huntington was such a, you know, a, 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 a racist area. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm a surprise. And... And, and and there's a campaign on you know some of them on TV and uh, even the, the local radio stations are trying to help him out so that he doesn't go under. I mean that's just unfair. He's, he 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 put a flag out front, an Israeli flag, and uh, we stand for Israel. And then and and now he's getting boycotted. Can you imagine that? I mean it's like you know it's Israel's our best friend. I've said it from from day one. If it's not the UK, it's Israel. And uh, if it's Israel uh, and the UK tied, yeah, okay, I'll go with that. But they're our best friends in the world. You know, I had the good fortune to go over there before the uh, before the war broke out, before the terrorist attack, I should say. Uh, and then uh, and they retaliated. The uh, the Israelis retaliated um, to the terrorist attack, and and now we're at war. And uh, and I just I I hope that Bibi Netanyahu and uh, and and the the troops over there. I hope they, I hope they slaughter Hamas. I hope they, um, uh, you know, they they take Gaza back and never ever consider giving it up. You, you imagine put uh, putting um, Hamas, uh, giving Hamas an opportunity to to control a country. It's unbelievable. Oh, Frank McKay here, urging everyone to go to melissaiteljourn.com. Um, yeah, I'm I'm disgusted by uh, by the whole thing, and uh, and and quite frankly, um, you know anybody that's uh, that's anti-Semitic, I, they've got to explain why. I I, I don't understand it. I, I mean, uh, what uh, uh, what could you possibly be anti-Semitic about? I, I mean, it's uh, it, I I mean uh, it's it, it's racist beyond. But that's that's like saying I'm just I hate black people, or that's like saying I hate. Catholics, or I hate, you know, whatever. How uh, how could somebody be anti-Semitic in, in a world like this that we're supposed to be all open and we're supposed to be understand? How can Harvard University have a um, a, a group of people, a group of people there that are uh, uh, that are protesting um, with, with hatred? I mean, pure hatred uh, against Israel, as if as, as if the Palestinians are innocent. Victims, and and by the way, there are some Palestinians that are innocent victims, but of their own government that they put in there. Hamas, Hamas started this. Anyway, uh, your thoughts on what I just said there and Harvard, um, uh, shameful moment in Harvard's history. I know, and and Columbia, yeah, and elsewhere, and 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 it, it starts with the professors. These kids are very impressionable. And they get drawn into this wokeism, and the wokeism is about, you know, let's go against the established order. Let's go, let's let's let, let's let's pity the the poor, underrepresented crowd that lives in in in, in squalor, um, and, and and gets picked on by bullies like Israel. I mean, it's all part of this wokeism thing. But then again, you know, this is what happened 
uh, in Nazi Germany 90 years ago. Uh, there was there was always an anti-Semitism in Europe. It just was a small amount. It was an undercurrent, but you know Jews were able to get by somehow. And and then Hitler came in and he amplified it and he magnified it. He used the war and the the, the, the failure of, of the of, of the Versailles Treaty and the economy to point to Jews because he had a, a, a an axe to grind with them. But he's another he's another story. But it, it, the more you promote the hate speech, and then it it, it seeps into the, the, the psyche, and then you you gain more and more power, and you start um, letting this this this, this anti-Semitic trope, these oh, these 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 old tropes about uh, Jews run the world or whatever, and and they you know they 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 they, they boil their children in blood or some other nonsense yeah. like that, and they're out for, for you know they're out for blood, and they don't care about anyone else, and then you and then you you. You start weaving this into the, the political fabric of the society. Then you get what we had, what we saw in Germany in the 30s, uh, with with the the the, uh, the, the Nuremberg laws and the, the declassification of, of of the Jews, taking them from first to first you know first class citizens to second class citizens, taking away their rights. And then you you know slowly but surely the, the it builds up, and then you you're free to commit any kind of any kinds of, of violence. You know the Kristallnacht in 1938. Uh, and then the, the deportation, and, uh, and it's and the world the world watched, but they didn't do enough. There was no state of Israel. Obviously, they didn't have a strong local Jewish voice, and even countries like the United States turned a deaf ear, and uh, and then it's documented too. But yes, you, as you say, we live in a different world. People are aware of this. Why? Because this is the oldest thing in the book, and this Hamas situation. Hamas is in charge. And, and using these people, these Palestinians as pawns, and then painting Israel as the big bad wolf, this is fodder for the for the woke left, and, and the majority of, of, of whom um, in, in the universities are, are have way over the minds of these kids. And you want to do? These parents are paying what? What is it now? Seventy thousand a year oh, to go to Harvard or Columbia? I don't know what it is anymore. I, I mean, it's some outrageous sum. This is what your kid is learning. I mean. <laughs> What's the point of going there then? And then the Jewish kids feel they're, they're being attacked on campus. Out at the, I think it was Cooper Union, and it was a Cooper Union in, in the in Manhattan, which is a very prestigious school. Of course, it, 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 I think it's still still tuition free. Is that right? Yeah, it is. And uh, Lincoln spoke there. I think, right? I think yeah. uh, you know Abraham Lincoln spoke there at one point. But uh, yeah, it's tu tuition free. Can you imagine? Um, yeah. I, I guess it's a scholarship only. Is that what it is? Yeah, I, I guess it is. But the admissions is, is obviously very competitive. The kids, this, the Jewish students were were had a, had to hide in a, a library. They couldn't leave. They were under attack. And and in Columbia too. And they and the the Columbia students were saying, you know, nobody's protecting us. I have. I would love. I would be interested to go back to the campus and see what's going on there. I was on campus. I went to visit the campus last year for a reunion. I mean, whoever imagined what was going to happen? But I, I really wonder what what it's like now. I mean, it's it's terrible. Melissa, it's it's sickening. Like I have a sick feeling in my stomach that just hasn't gone away. Uh, since the terrorist attack, you know, since the uh, the directed terrorist attack, the cowardly, uh, disgraceful uh, terrorist attack by Hamas on Israel, I I, I haven't felt the same. I've uh, uh, just different 
just a, a completely different. Um, I, I just, I, I don't know. I un, I guess I, I just underestimate uh, hatred, and I you know what what uh, drove me nuts. And and actually, let me remind people, Melissa I tell join dot com, uh, great starting point, everyone. But really, what what got me, I think it was even the New York Times, were combining the the body count, so to speak, right? The death toll. They were combining what Hamas took out. Uh, just cowardly, um, uh, ter- and I know I said this uh, last time we spoke too, but I, it just sticks in my craw. Uh, they combined the the uh, attack on Israel, the terrorist attack on Israel. They combined those numbers with the retaliation of Israel fighting back to the uh, uh, the, the terrorist group, uh, clearing them out, getting them out of the country. They combined them. Right. I mean, I, it, it, am I am I wrong? Am I misremembering this? This was just a few days ago. This was just a couple of weeks ago. Melissa, it, they combined the totals, the death totals. And I think it was the I think it was the uh, New York Times in the beginning. Am I right? Well, they've always had questionable <coughs> coverage. You know, you, well, we wonder where their sympathies lie. But, you know, I think that's apparent. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, when you talk about the woke, you know, woke um, thinking in many ways uh, hates hates success, and uh, and and the Palestinians, and I've said this before too, but it's worth it's worth repeating. If you went into Palestine earlier this year, like I did, I went into Palestine and uh, and you know I went from Israel. You went from a, a paradise in in Israel, just a beautiful place where. We're welcomed and we're loved into a slum. And I don't mean a, a slum like, yeah, it's a little run down or whatever. I'm talking about a disgraceful, disgusting slum. And uh, people just sleeping on the streets, uh, just dirt and filth everywhere you look. And that was what Palestine is, uh, was um, even well before this. And I spoke to an intelligent man, and I, I'm not going to say who he was, but I spoke to an intelligent man who visited uh, Israel and Palestine before I did, and he was sympathetic with the Palestinians. And I was like, I, I was like, I, I don't understand you. Why would you? He was like, Well, Israel's uh, holding the Palestinians back, and and I said, Well, how? You know how they they have their own country. Um, all of these people who love the Palestinians, why don't they send aid? To the Palestinians, what the is is uh, Israelis are gonna are, are gonna fund the Palestinians? What are you talking about? And then you know the argument as well. They block food, medicine from from getting in there. And then I ask you, and I I brought it up to you, Melissa. You know they got bombs in, they got missiles, they got uh, they got plenty of things in to kill uh, the Israelis and Jews. Uh, I don't know. Couldn't they've gotten food and soap and water and and medicine in just as easily. How about the tunnels? You can't get you can't get yeah. uh, those supplies through the tunnels. No, because they're spending their money on terrorist weapons. And all the talk from all the different uh, Palestinian loving and and again, I, I'm not anti-Palestine. I'm anti-Hamas. I'm anti-radical uh, I- Islam. Sure. But I I'm not. I, and I'm sympathetic, obviously, with refugees from anywhere, including Palestine. But they have their own government. To, they elected Hamas. 
a, a Jew-hating, an Israeli-hating, an anti-Semite group, terrorist group, they elected them to lead their country. Mm-hmm. Right? No. No, they did, yes. Because the PAL, the Palestinian Authority, failed them. And let me just add that these officials of, of Hamas, the, the, and I've seen a few, I've seen one of them anyway, I don't know all of them, unfortunately. I think one of them was killed by uh, Israeli um, uh, fire, but one of them was uh, recently on, on uh, it, was, it was on line, it was, uh, he, was, uh, he was interviewed on one of their, one of their stations, and, and uh, he happens to, uh, to, to live very nicely in a, uh, uh, I was saying that, in a, in a really nice home, a McMansion that would probably fit into many upper, uh, you know, um, uh, high-end Long Island um, communities. Yeah, right. It's it's unbelievable. And when you say uh, you know one of the leaders of Palestine or that, I by the way, I I, I never got over, uh, I never got over President Clinton bringing in and and Hillary Clinton embracing and kissing um, Yasser Arafat. I, I mean Yasser Arafat and his wife. Yeah, his wife and, at that and, time. She's yeah, a widow actually, whatever her name is. I, I she doesn't even live in the Middle East. She lives in Paris. Yeah, she was living there when she when she married him, and she she commuted back and forth. She was she didn't like living living in uh, in the Middle East. Yeah, and I'm sure he lived well, but she didn't like it. And she's you know since he's been get dead, she's been she only stays in Paris. You know, where did where did Yasser Arafat live? I know he was a Palestinian, but that was before they they uh, cut out the Gaza Strip as. Uh, as right. as Palestine, where where did where did uh, Yasser Arafat live? Yeah, I don't know exactly, but um, you know he um, he lived probably lived better than most of the people he was representing. No doubt. But no doubt. Yeah. Probably but, lived in a mansion. Yeah, I mean, rich guy. Yeah, I mean security. You know, I mean, uh, he, you know, uh, he, he had handlers and and uh, you know. He had a whole staff. I mean, he he was well protected, but his wife, she was much younger. She didn't like it at all. I mean, she was European-based most of her life. And she had to pretend to be attracted to Yasser Arafat. And <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, uh, oh my gosh, they had a child. Oh now I don't God. know how much money she inherited. I don't know what the story is. She lives in a very nice part of Paris. Jeez. Very nice apartment, Melissa. It's unbelievable. We're living, we're living in a, uh, in a bizarre world, that, um, you know, that right is uh, is criticized, and when I say right, I mean uh, correct is uh, is is criticized and, um, and uh, disgraceful uh, uh, behavior somehow how tolerated. Frank McKay here with Melissa Itell Jern. If you think about what uh, what has gone on, um, for the most part, for the most part, Israelis uh, and people who support Israel um, have been, you know, fairly, you know, outspoken, including Kathy Hochul. And uh, you know, I, I listen. I, I want to give credit where credit is due. I think she should have gone. To, to Israel, I don't think she's changed much by by doing so, and I know it's showmanship and it's everything else, but I, at least she's pro-Israel. Uh, who who isn't? Are we surprised by anybody out there, celebrity 
or or political individual uh, who's on the side of of Hamas well looking at uh, the broader picture Russia is you know Russia used to be very neutral and he actually Putin actually had relations with Netanyahu the two of them spoke I think Netanyahu and he met now forget about it. I think he called Netanyahu before you know and while the war was going on before the offensive now he's taking the side of Hamas because it's politically expedient for him his trading partner is none other than Iran obviously and China who's calling all the shots also is you know in cahoots with Iran so it's just not politically expedient to you know even have a semblance of a diplomatic channel with Israel but that's to be expected I, I don't expect you know any 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 more any less or I don't expect anything from Russia these days and you know with, he's still busy with the war and interesting enough um, the, the aid for Russia and for the for the Ukraine and for the uh, for Israel uh, there was a controversy in in the, in the, I think in the in, in the Senate the Republicans didn't want it um, they didn't want it all in one bill they, they voted not to have it they didn't want it that way I don't know what that was about and I don't see what purpose that serves yeah uh, Johnson right that, that was the new speaker he um, yeah he said look well I'm not saying we're not going to give um, Ukrainian money, but not in the same package as Israel. What what was that? What was that about? What's behind that? I don't know. What is the difference? Why not just do it? Well, you know, I I don't know. I mean, I I took that as, uh, it, what was it a pro-Israeli uh, uh, message that they're sending, or uh, is it unclear? It's yeah. I don't see it as being very pro-Israel. I feel it. I see it being being very. Troubling. Yeah. I mean, we know that the, a lot of the Republicans are against sending aid to Ukraine. They feel that you know Biden is financing this thing, and that a lot of people are making money off the industrial, uh, the military-industrial complex. Um, so they don't, you know, they feel we should just turn our back on it and wor worry about our borders. Yes, we have a terrible problem at the border. That's for sure. And, and no doubt. Wonder. Yeah, it is another thing that you have to consider: who's coming into the country, who's who's not on such, you know lily white terms you know how do we know that some some would-be terrorist is not being you know it's not masquerading as some you know poor refugee and i mean our borders are a mess and look you know our borders are you know who the borders are is yeah my god yeah right. she's the the cackling lady yes kamala so you, you know, cackling kamala. Really, yeah yeah we're <laughs> we're not doing too well she's in charge of the border um but I don't understand what what you know. There's a there's a there's a there's another message here, and it's not good. And and we know that there are many Republicans who are against aiding anything in Ukraine, and they they may not even be that crazy about helping Israel. Saying it's another thing we're going to get embroiled in, and we're all going to start World War Three at this rate. Yeah, you know what? The uh, the there's people out there. There's this is America First movement that's. Um, that's there and uh you know which is disturbing because we it's the same uh ironically the same moniker that uh was around back in the in the 30s and 40s uh and and that was really people that were uh, almost pro-hitler um america first back then right wasn't you know like uh wasn't Lindbergh part of the american first movement back there did they call it right, that i think they did but he was he was uh, um you know, flagrantly um, 
anti-Semitic. Um, pro, right. Well, he was. I mean, he, he, he was unabashedly anti-Semitic and pro-Nazi. But you had the isolationists who said, you know what, it's not our problem. We have two oceans. That will protect us. Yeah, that really did work well for us. Yeah. How did that go with, with Pearl Harbor, the two ocean theory? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and 9-11, you know. And by the way, you mentioned the border problem. Uh, it is a problem. The border problem. Uh, it, there are there are people coming over that, and I'm not saying everybody coming over the border is a threat. Uh, there's there's no question. There's good, solid people that are coming over because they yeah. they want a better life, and no question. No but there are there are Chinese nationals coming over. There are uh, there are people over here, and there's a there's a concern that there ter- there are terrorist cells that are being supported by things that are coming over fentanyl is coming over the uh the border right you know i mean look right we had covid which was uh, global and worldwide we had we have fentanyl which is coming over the border in origin chinese in origin yes and you know i mean is this i i again you and i aren't conspiracy theorists we're just not we've never been but uh, is there something going on here with with China? I mean, it looks pretty obvious to me. I, of course, China's behind this. China, no matter what people are going to say, and there there are these, you know, there are these, I don't know, these these blindsided people who to this day say, oh, it just it was let out of a lab. No, I don't think so. I think there was a concerted effort on the part of the Chinese. Oh, not the lab, sorry, the marketplace by some animal that. who's uh, who's. A bat or a whatever or whatever yeah. other animal. Yes, they they still feel yeah it was a bat that spread it. Not really. Uh, there was a there, this was going on in the Chinese and I said this many times on our show a Chinese bioterror lab. I not go by that name. I call it that. Where this was accidentally let out. Nevertheless, there was there were things going on there to develop something like that, a super virus of some kind. Yep. I'm sure there are many more super viruses that we don't even know about that are in some lab somewhere, and even we have things like that in our lab. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's it, this is what this is what we are looking at, and it was put out there, and it was spread. And, you know, I just recently took a COVID test. My daughter has COVID as we speak. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, she's, she's fine. Uh, she's asymptomatic. But um, I took uh, a COVID test recently because I just was under and uh, under the weather, and I was just nervous that I was going to spread it to other people. I'm, um, right. I, you know, we're still living with, with COVID. And not to deviate too much, but where are we with COVID? I, I know there's a new strain, uh, strand uh, coming in. And um, are we, uh, is the worst is behind us, I believe, right? You, you don't think we have another shoe waiting to drop with COVID somewhere, do you? Well, the, the the new vaccine, the new booster shot is out. They, you know, some of the, the pharmacies were reporting they were running out of them, but now I, I believe they're back. And some people just don't even care. You know, they figure, well, you know, three it's been three years and so what. But COVID is still out there. I think it will become, you know, entrenched in our, you know, our health saga. You know, it, it like the flu, like the, like the common cold, but it does affect certain people more adversely than than it does with others. So um, there is a booster shot out. They recommend getting it if you are um, of a certain age, or if you have a your in, in, um, um, you, you, you comp, your immune system is compromised, or you just feel that you know you you catch these things quickly. 
but it's it's there. But I think it it you know it 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 mutates into so many different variations that by now whatever we recognized three years ago is gone. But it it will always be out there. You know the same way the flu is. Uh, I mean, as people congregate and go out now, that more people are going out and, and, and traveling or attending events. It will, it will, you know, rear its ugly head, and it's 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 still easy to get. I mean, people are not wearing masks anymore, and and I notice in in some places they do. Maybe in hospitals and medical offices, you'll see people wearing masks. A few people I've seen on on public transportation, and but I I drive most of the time. But I I've seen people wear a few people wear masks inside their cars. I don't know what. The, what the deal is there? Yeah. I don't think there's a reason to, or to wear a mask and walk in the middle of the street, an empty street where there's nobody around. I don't think you're going to catch it that yeah, way. Yeah, I think I think you're safe. I think the, uh, you know, I, I think yeah. the mosquitoes are, you know, like uh, going to get you another way. I don't think they're going to get you through your breathing. Um, Melissa, I tell John is the voice that you're hearing. Frank McKay here with Melissa. You're, uh, you know, you're you're bringing up a good point. About the uh, well, about the masks and people driving, I, I I'm fine with people. And and again, it's not my business if somebody wants to wear a mask every day, every moment of the day. It's uh, it's completely up to them. But it is strange when you see somebody driving alone with a mask, with a mask on. I I don't. Uh, do they just keep it on so they're in the habit of uh, of there? Do they think something's coming in from the car? I don't know. But uh, it's. <laughs> It's, you know, who am I at this point to question anything? Uh, it, you know, it's, it, you know, all bets are off in so many ways, Melissa. And, mm-hmm. you know, again, I never thought there'd be a global pandemic. I never thought there'd be a terrorist attack on, on New York the way we had in uh, 9-11. Uh, and, and I never never thought we'd see World War Three. Fortunately, we haven't yet. But I, I'm not so convinced that, that we're that far from it. Uh, are you hearing more and more talk about a third world war well i hear a lot of people say that technically we are in some kind of third world war we are participating in defending ukraine we do send them money we do send them armaments we're not exactly boots on the ground with them but we are you know we're really in a we're, we're in a, some kind of cold war or i don't know how what they call it now hot yeah. war cold war again with with russia um, there are some cultural exchanges going on b- between the U.S. and China. The American Ballet Theater is set to perform in Beijing, so that's good. But as far as diplomatic relations with you know, Biden, with Washington, I, that's not going anywhere as of yet. I don't know. I, my biggest concern is what's going to happen. Are we? Is somebody going to gain control of this country who's going to uh, you know, uh, revive 1938? Um and I mean, it seems that a lot of people are are, are are complacent with the, you know, they're complicit with this anti-Semitic rise, and and they don't, and and people have, you know, we don't know what people are actually thinking. We don't know what our neighbors or friends are thinking. We know what their real, their true feelings are. You know, what 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 if somebody, the wrong people, got into into control, into power, and and instituted a, you know, an, an, another 1938, and then, you know. Are we going to have? What kind of election are we going to have? Are they going to? What? What are they? What stops are they going to pull on on Trump? Uh, you know, are they going to? You know, is somebody going to try to assassinate? Him? Yeah. Are we uh, going to actually have an election? Is Biden going to make it? And I mean, I don't know. It's 
I, I, I'm trying to find out what psychics are saying about this, but I, I haven't, I haven't seen or heard anybody's <laughs> take on it yet. Yeah, well, we'll say uh, it, it's, it, it's interesting. It, it is different though. I, I know. Look, the '60s were full of assassinations and uh, a disgraceful, uh, you know, time and a very turbulent time in our country's history. Uh, this is different. You know, this was, you know, I, I felt like it's been happening ever since Trump uh, came to power in 2016. And I'm not totally blaming uh, blaming Trump, but it was a very polarizing election. There is um, uh, there is something that I uh, I'm, um, uh, you know, just not comfortable with ever since 2016. And and a lot of it had to do with uh, I think some of these people that were exploited in uh, in, in a, a terrible way in a, a very scary way by uh, President Trump and it, it's you know these different hate groups and I know they're on both sides so I'm not I'm not just blaming Trump but the Charlottesville uh, Charlottesville um, situation uh, bothered me um, I don't know why uh, why uh, Trump couldn't have criticized skinheads. You know, like like he he said, there's good people on both sides. Oh, really? There were nice skinheads, were there? There were uh, there were there were nice people, there good people. There were good skinheads. There were good Nazis over there. Oh, that's you know. Do you remember that that incident? And I I think yes. it was very hard, um, yes. very hard for a lot of people to accept that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just I just hope that that. We survive somehow, and we don't go the other way. We don't go down that dark path. But you know, it just goes to show you that you know, never again is you know a very valiant statement. But in reality, it it's not always true because I think anti-Semitism is always there. It's always lurking somewhere, waiting for some demagogue, some you know, some some rogue element to to use it to gain power and then to persecute people and, and and wipe them out from a jew's standpoint from a jewish person's standpoint jewish woman's standpoint um uh, what is it about i mean it, it's i i i don't get it i don't understand it i didn't grow up with it you know and i i just always you know i think i told you my my mother didn't even want us to buy uh ford cars because uh henry ford even though He's got nothing to do with it anymore. He's dead for a million years now. Um, she never wanted us to buy a, uh, a Ford car because he was an anti-Semite. And, and she was a Catholic, uh, my, uh, my mom. And we never did. I've never owned a Ford car in my life. And I've owned a whole bunch of cars. I just never owned a Ford. And I just, uh, I, I wonder if you know from, your, from, from a Jewish person's standpoint, uh, what is it? What, you know, I mean, you must hear it from from the hatred and you must have read it but what is it about jewish people that uh that people are pointing to and saying uh i hate them because of blank what is it it's ignorance it's, it's deep-seated of of uh, feelings against someone because uh, jews have even though they've, they've been persecuted for thousands of years though and they've been in, in ghettos and they've um, but there have been Jews who've risen to you know positions of power in, in, in schools for example they've had 
great track records academically, um, professionally, scientifically, um, and and it's resentment and it's it's ignorance. And you hear some people say, oh, you Jews, you have so many holidays. I didn't grow up with that specifically. I didn't grow up in a very Jewish area, and nobody really bothered me. I didn't really have encounters with anti-Semitism until I was, you know, in, 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 you know I, had, I had one or two incidents, um, but not, not really in school so much. Nobody bothered me about it, and, and I was able to, you know, live, you know, go freely among with everyone, have, you know, enjoy the social life, enjoy the, the camaraderie in school. But it's, I think now it's more magnified because Israel is, is you know, is, 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 you know, is a tough country. There's, there's, it's a smart country. They're faced by, they're, they're, they're surrounded by enemies, and they don't, you know, they don't take, they don't take crap from anyone. They don't. And um, yeah, and the United States made it a point uh, to to give them you know, to money to to um, relegate certain certain amount of money for their defense they've been our, our you know our ally but every time something goes wrong with the world in the world um, ignorant people say well you see it's the, you know we always do is we it's always Israel it's always this it's always that looking for someone to blame this is as old as as the, 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 well, not as old as the pyramid. Well, maybe. Yeah. It's just as old as time, as long as time has been around, as long as history has been recorded. And I'm afraid that's the way it's always going to be. I mean, there are, the people make slurs against um, Asians now. They, 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 they hate Asians. They resent Asians. Um, they, they, they openly attack. I and mean, we, we read about reports of, of Asians being attacked. In, 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 you know, broad daylight. Why? You know, why all that? Um, but with anti-Semitism, it's, it's an old thing that, that rears its ugly head whenever there is some kind of, you know, political strife. Now, in, it, it, it's concentrated now in Israel and the Middle East because Hamas and Israel are at, are at odds. Hamas is a terror organization. They are the embodiment of evil. They want that land. First of all, Israel is not a colonizer. Israel was there thousands of years ago. The Jews were there thousands of years ago. This is not, uh, we're not talking about Great Britain uh, coming to North America yep. or, or the slave trader, traders taking you know, blacks from, from Africa and forcing them on these horrible ships and, and taking away their human rights. This is, this, this, is, this is a, they didn't want Israel there. They didn't want the Jews there. And Hamas, Wants, thinks they're going to use terror, they're going to use Nazi tactics, they're going to pick up where the Nazis left off and finish the job and get rid of all Jews, rid the planet of Jews. First they're going to start in Israel, they're going to work their way around the world. And you've got you know, nut jobs out there who think this is wonderful, this is, oh, it's justified, they, they, this is their fault, they caused all this. Yeah, it, it's just, it, it's so disturbing. I mean, I just, I don't get it, I don't understand it. I'll never understand it, and uh, I just, I, I don't know why. I absolutely don't know why um, we have such a thing as anti-Semitism. Um, you, you know, it's, you know, you talk about colonization, uh, whatever. Uh, Israel is, is such a small country, and yeah. it's such a powerful country. It's such a productive country. It's such a wonderful country, and... Um, you know, it's not like Israel, and they had the, you know, listen, they've had the power. They have the military power to uh, to say no and to, um, 
uh, and to take over other areas. They they could have expanded the Israel. By the way, I, I you know I I wouldn't be against them for uh, you know wiping out parts of Lebanon and uh, you know where Hezbollah is and 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 Iran. But you know you know what uh, honestly I I don't think I don't, I don't think we should have ever shoved Palestine down. Um, Israel's uh, throat, and I said this before, and I'll say it again, uh, during the, and, and it's going to sound like too simplistic, but during the, uh, the Iraqi war, the first Gulf war with Saddam Hussein, uh, after that war, if I was, if I was um, uh, George W. Bush, uh, no, I'm sorry, George Herbert Walker Bush, uh, I would have said, you know what, we're going to take a piece of Iraq and we're going to cut out a piece of it. This is going to be their penalty. And it's going to be the size of the Gaza slip, uh, uh, Strip or bigger. And this is going to be the new Palestine. And I'm going to plant a Palestinian flag and say, come on, guys, free land. Free land, come here, and it'll be just as good, if not better, than, than the Gaza Strip. And come on, guys, come right now. And, and I know it sounds overly simplistic, but the Arab world, uh, world, they wanted Palestine uh, to to have their own country. Well, there you go. Uh, we're going to give them part of your country. You didn't know what to do. Right. You abused it. You abused it. You, you attacked another Arab country in, in Kuwait. You annexed it. And you're on your way to a annexing Saudi Arabia. And you, you tried for a big play. Well, guess what? Now you lost a piece of your property. I, I mean, do you think something like that could have worked? Well, you know what, Golda Meir said um, 50 years ago, you know, here's land, let Jordan take the men. Right. Let Egypt take the men. Yeah, exactly. There's it makes land. sense. They right. don't want them. Egypt doesn't want them. Nobody wants them. Jordan doesn't, Jordan doesn't want them. Tell me somebody who wants them. If somebody wanted them, they would have been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, you know, they let Hamas, they elect Hamas as their leadership. Where is the PAL? They live very nicely. They're not living there. You think Mahat Abbas is, is, you know, having a bad life? No, no way. He's living it up, living it up. Mm -hmm. Anyway, li listen, we could we could talk about this forever, and I, I unfortunately, I think we'll be talking about it more. Melissa, uh, my my heart and soul is with uh, the people of Israel, the victims of these uh, this terror that they've lived with for years, but came to a head. Um, couple of weeks ago at this point and uh and and i just i i pray for the israeli army and i want them and again i i feel terrible for the innocent victim children and the old people and the whatever but i blame your government blame uh the people for electing hamas and allowing hamas a, a, a sleazebag terrorist organization to take over to take over your, your country's uh, leadership. Uh, any final words here? Oh, I, I applaud your, your steadfast uh, support of Israel, and I think it's inspiring. And I wish more people had your, your common sense and, and, and global view of things. And um, I, I think our audience shares that. And um, we just have to stick together because we have to, we're, we're the ones who see the, the right. The right versus the wrong, and there is evil in this world, and we have to be—we uh, have to be vigilant, and we have to fight it, because I don't know where the U.S. is going. I don't—I can't see where we're going to be in 2024. I, I just can't see how this election is going to play out, and I worry that 
uh, we are seeing a, um, a, a resurrection of 1938. Yeah, it's, it's very disturbing. Uh, to everyone out there, thank you very much for listening. We appreciate you listening each and every week. And uh, Melissa, thank you very much. Oh, thank you, Frank. Thanks to everyone. And uh, uh, thoughts and prayers are with, with Israel and the people of Israel. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Duran Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.